The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. The Houston Texans have continued discussions about the vacant head coach position with Jim Caldwell and Josh McCown. That doesn't say they interviewed him. And that kind of gets back to what I was I was speculating. That maybe they already have a coach in mind and he's let him know that these are guys he'd like to have on the staff. Very possible. And they're talking to them about... They're having continued discussions about the vacant head coach position with these guys. Yeah. Like, uh, well, Leslie Frazier comes in here, he'd like to hire you. So maybe that's it. R.I.P. Hank Aaron. It seems like when you think about the all-time great players, like, and Hank Aaron will never approach Babe Ruth on most people's all-time greatest players list. And part of that is the, the legend of Babe Ruth. Right. But... Uh, Hank Aaron, if, if, it's, if it's possible to be underrated... At the level that Hank Aaron got to, Hank Aaron kind of underrated, I think. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. Our number three, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, send a message, Aaron will read it. You'll feel famous. There's Twitter, at Fred Fowler. Feel famous. Well, yeah, we're trying to help him. At Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at AJ is the real, at Aaron is blitzed. If you're not following Aaron, at Aaron is blitzed. He's not, he doesn't have enough followers. He has fewer followers than Nick. we got to fix that. That's kind of an embarrassment uh, to the blitz, frankly. So uh, follow him, at Aaron is blitzed. There's a text line. You know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. You missed the first two hours. Uh, we had a little, little Texans talk there. A little. Yeah. And then some Hannah McNair talk. All right. So, I think she's an angel sent from heaven. Just, just saying, I'd like to be friends. Uh, okay, so we we've promised you that we would talk a little uh, football because there's a couple of games this weekend. Football matches. Yeah, let's get into these bad boys. Uh, all right, let's start with the uh, Bills Chiefs. I've said all week I like the Bills. I got them at plus three and a half. Uh, I think I'm a little worried that Patrick Mahomes is not going to be right. I know he's going to play. We knew he was going to play the whole time. There was never any doubt. Uh, but I also, just looking at the way the Bills have played over the second half of the season, the way the Chiefs have played over the second half of the season, Bills have been the better football team. And getting three and a half points, yeah, I, I mean, they could easily lose and they could easily not cover. I like Bills plus three and a half. I already bet it. That number's gone back up from three. I'm sure because Mahomes is going to play. I, yeah, it's it's currently now it's at plus three, plus money everywhere right now. Right, you'll see a three and a half soon when it's announced that Patrick Mahomes is is yeah. going to play. I think you'll see a four. It's three and a half right now in my book. Yeah. Oh, okay. Out. Yeah, and yeah. fifty four is the total. I'm actually I think I might lean under on that. Um, I think I lean under as well. Uh, I I think that you know the the first game was was way under. And everyone looks to that first game and they're like, oh, well, 
the Bills just the, the Chiefs just ran all over the Bills, and they did. And a part of what the Bills do defensively is they invite you to run the ball. Uh, and and if you if you go back and watch that first Bills Chief game Chiefs game, you'll see. I mean, they were basically they were dropping seven and daring the Chiefs to run on them, and the Chiefs did. Now the Chiefs don't. I mean, I'm guessing Clyde Edwards Edwards Alaire is going to play. I but what, don't think what is, he'll be. Yeah, what is he going to be? hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is clearly just a bit player at this point. So now you're talking about Carlos. Wood, like I mean, I mean, you're you're good players, but not game changers. I assume the Bills will play it a little bit differently this time, knowing that the uh, the, the likelihood that Mahomes is going to want like like Mahomes isn't as dangerous this week as he was week six. Uh, whatever percent you think Mahomes comes out. But really the reason the Bills lost that game is because they their offense let them down. Yeah. And it's entirely possible, much like it's entirely possible with the Packers against the Bucks, that it was just every good team has a bad week. And it was maybe just Buffalo's bad week. Their offense was not good. And don't don't get me wrong, Kansas City was playing great football at the time. They were. And the Bills still hadn't really They'd been a little hit and miss. They'd had some close wins over some teams that weren't that great, but they were they were figuring things out. I think they figured things out. The Bills, since that Chiefs game, have won by an average of fourteen points per game. They're eleven and one in that time by an average of two scores with a fluke loss on a hail mary. I mean, this team is when you when you talk about the teams that are playing the best in the league. Not I, are they the best? I don't know. Are they playing better than anyone in the second half of the season? Yes. The, the one exception might be the Packers. Um, yeah. But this team is, like like you said, they, they are a different team than they were in week six against the Chiefs. Josh Allen's confidence is borderline ri- ridiculous at, at this point. I mean, he is just, he, he's, he's feeling fantastic. And, and really, here's the other thing. You look at the last two weeks for the Bills, the Colts game, and then last week against the Ravens, the Bills didn't play very well. No. And they still won. Not only did they win against the Ravens, they covered. Uh, they, they probably should have covered against the Colts if it weren't for a, yeah. a, a flaky call at the end. But the Bills are, are not playing their best ball, and they're still having lots of success. It just seems like I, I, I think three and a half, if I, could, if I can find three and a half, that's good. If I see four, I, I'm all over it. Uh, I'll also if if I see four, I'll also end up using it in teasers to take it up to ten, and then I'll I'll, I'll tease it with probably with a total either on the Packers, uh, either the Packers over or the or the Bills under. Uh, but but yeah, I I, th- I think the Bills are the only side to play here. They, they they've got they're healthy, um, they're playing better down the stretch. It just seems like, like the, if this is if they're if the Chiefs are going to lose, this is it. This is the one team that we said, if you know, if the Chiefs, if the Chiefs are going to lose, it's going to take a quarterback who can throw it to keep up with Mahomes. Right. If Mahomes has a great day, if Mahomes has a great day, the Bills aren't out of this because no. Josh Allen could have a great day and be right in it. If the if if the Chiefs have a great day and the Browns have a great day, the Chiefs can still run away from the Browns. Because Baker Mayfield can't keep up with Patrick Mahomes, even on a great day. Right. Josh Allen is, is I, I'm not saying he's as good as Patrick Mahomes. He's not. 
but the season he's having, he can keep up with anybody. And I, I think there's a good chance Patrick Mahomes is not 100%. And and that's why, just from a pure betting perspective, and, and, and I, I Bills plus three and a half I like because I think, well, for one thing we've talked about it, the, the Chiefs have not covered in forever. The Bills have been playing fantastic football. I think people still think of the Chiefs as last year's Chiefs. They haven't been that since the first few weeks of the season. They were terrific, but they haven't been that since then. And the Bills have gotten steadily better and steadily better. So not only am I going to uh, be happy with that plus three and a half, I'm going to sprinkle a little money line. I, I don't I'm, blame you. I'm waiting to see if the number goes up a little more so I can get a little more value. I feel that. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm waiting for too. And, and But here's the other thing. This this Kansas City defense, think about what the Raiders did to them in the regular season. I mean, it, this is the kind of offense that on a good day, the Bills are the kind of offense that can they can hurt that defense. It's not an invincible defense. And really, the Chiefs in general aren't invincible. They're not what they were a year ago. Yeah. A year ago, it felt like there was nobody who could hang with them. Uh, it, it even felt surprising that the Niners hung with them for a while in the Super Bowl. It, it, they were just, the Chiefs were and then so when they, dominant. But they turned it on, and that was it. Yeah. yeah. I, I just don't see this team as the same as last year. And, again, maybe I'm, maybe I'm being, you know, sort of blinded by, uh, by the – by my fandom here, I tend to I, I believe in my heart that I don't let that happen to me. Of course, the Except, Bills haven't been a contender in years and years. So, no, but I'm sitting here agreeing with you, and I don't have that. Yeah, so I, it's and I think I'm pretty I'm pretty good at this. I'm pretty good at separating my emotions from my money. Yeah, and in this again, I'm not sure I'm going to be on Bills money line. I don't hate it if you are, but if I if I'm playing this game, it's Bills or it's nothing. Yeah, well, I. I'm pretty good at separating my opinions when it comes to UH. If I can do that, I'm sure you can do that on the Bills. Because I bet against them as often as yeah. I bet on them. But, uh, yeah. I, I mean, and Texas said, what? The Chiefs are still the favorites in the AFC by far. I don't think three and a half points is by far. They're not by far. Here's news yeah. for you guys. The Ravens would have been maybe a two-point dog to this Chiefs team. Vegas doesn't see the Chiefs as, like, this dominant – if, it, if we were just talking about Vegas, we're setting number power rating numbers. Now they won't do this because, like, there would be only it would be lopsided betting. But Vegas thinks the Packers are as good, if not better, than the Chiefs. Yeah. If and- the Packers and Chiefs played a Super Bowl and they knew that public money didn't matter, they just wanted to set a line and it was never going to change, it would be a pick'em at worst. And that's with Patrick Mahomes being healthy. If you're betting the Chiefs, not only are you assuming that Patrick Mahomes is healthy and is going to play at his normal percent because if Patrick, if th- this line indicates that Patrick Mahomes is healthy to me right now there are people who think well it's only 3 because they don't know yet and and I believe that public money once it's announced he'll play will come in but I think the true line is about what it is now yeah. or maybe even two and a half but when you give 3 like it, it gives bills betters a little bit of a doubt like if I had I, 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 or it gives Chiefs betters a little bit of a doubt. So because they they want to be on the right side of that three, and they're, the fact that they're holding it at three, even though like I, I'll give you some numbers here, like uh, West the Westgate, pretty respected book, right? Yeah, that, that we'll count that one. Uh, the Westgate plus three, plus one hundred, Pinnacle plus three, plus one hundred six, Bet Online plus three, plus one hundred five. 
you don't think there's a reason why these these numbers don't want to come off that three? Like yeah. they can only take so much money before they say, okay, we got to put up a three and a half now. And they're they're desperately not wanting to because even the books don't believe in the Chiefs right now. Yeah, I. Uh, the only thing that worries me, the only negative to this is, you know, we talked about AFC quarterbacks in their first um, championship game mm-hmm. and how none of them ever won. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think the Bills got over that hump a little bit when they won that first playoff game and then came back in because, I mean, that the Ravens game was, uh, it, while it wasn't pretty, they, they were better than the Ravens. And someone was like, well, the the the, the Bills only won because Tucker missed two field goals in the win. The Bills kicker also missed two field goals. Yeah. So, like, are you going to count the the Raven like the Ravens misses and just say, "Well, the Bills they were going to miss those field goals if it weren't windy." Uh, well, they only won because of the pick six. Well, it's not like Lamar Jackson fell on a banana peel and the ball popped up in the air and it just landed in his hand. It was a legitimate pick. Like, I mean, yeah. he threw a bad pass, which Lamar is apt to do every yeah. once in a while. They were chasing at the time, and it was a pick six. Yeah. And then Lamar got hurt again. That that happens. Yeah. I listen. I I think. And Lamar's backup played pretty well when he came in. He did. But I do I do think there's a possibility that Allen goes out there, turns the ball over a few times, and the the Chiefs roll. But I think the more likely scenario is what we've talked about all week. I think it winds up being a close game, and I think it is a field goal game, which is why they won't get off that three. And I also think it's a game the Bills can win, but uh, I, I do like the Bills to cover. But as you, or as you say in Arabic, Ana Uhibu Alpha Tabar Italia. Earlier in the season, I would have said, "Yeah, I could see Josh Allen turning it over, costing him this game." I, I think in in the last seven or eight weeks of the season, he's thrown one pick. Yeah, I, I, he really got that under control, and I and that counts the playoffs. Um, but it is a championship game, and you don't know how a guy's going to react the first time. That is true. So, and this is not a guy who played big time college football. Like he, he's, this these are by far the brightest lights he's ever seen. So he said, it's dumb to go against the Chiefs when all they do is win. I'll wait for them to prove me wrong. Also, y'all are forgetting to mention how the Bills' defense is not very good. No, that's y'all are forgetting that it's no longer Week Five. Yeah. The Bills' defense in the last half of the season is is a top seven or eight defense in the league. Like don't don't you heard something early in the season? The Bills' defense is no good, and the Bills were giving up points. If the Bills' defense is no good, why did the Ravens only score three friggin' points? Three. Well, the Bills can't stop the run. Then why did the Ravens, the best rushing team in the league, only score three points? You, you, there's got you. You can't keep coming up with well, their defense is no good. The defense was no good when they when they played the Steelers. Was their defense no good when the Steelers scored fifteen points? Like. No, that that's old. That's old hat. And, and really, the worst that the te- that the defense has looked all season long was the Tennessee game, and, and really that week five, week six stretch, which was Tennessee into Kansas City, was, and it was two losses for the Bills. And this isn't to try to make excuses for them. It was two of the two of the four losses they had all year, or two of the three losses they've had all year. But those two, the the Titans with COVID stuff, the Bills didn't know they were playing a game. Then they had to play, and then they played a Monday night game on five days rest, which never, ever happens. It was the worst scheduling spot of the season, and the, and the Bills, their defense sucked against the Titans. The defense wasn't great against the Chiefs that first game. But you cannot take, you can't not take into account 
the scheduling flaw that was happening. The, other than the Broncos getting screwed and having to play a game with no quarterbacks, that scheduling gaffe for the Bills was the worst that the, the NFL schedule banged anybody on COVID stuff. And just their – you know what they were against the spread this year? The Chiefs overall? Eight, uh, I think it was 8-8 eight and eight in seven, the regular season. 7-9. and nine. Okay. And plus a stretch of, uh, I think, six in a row where they haven't covered. Well, and now they, they didn't cover this time either. No, because so. I bet Cleveland last week, and guess what? They won. So, uh, yeah, you can say all they, all they do is one win, but what they don't do is cover. So, all right. Well, I bet the same guys are like, come on, guys. Y'all are smarter than that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Maybe not. This is the same thing okay. everybody told me last week when New Orleans or Pittsburgh can't lose to Cleveland. New Orleans can't lose. If you're a fan of a team, you're always going to think that team can't lose. I, I get it. But, and, and by the way, the same reason I'm betting the Bills is the same reason I bet the Browns to cover last week. 10 points was too much. Guess, guess who didn't cover? The Chiefs. But you're right. I'm 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 a dumb, but I'm smart enough to use new brakes, and you should be too. And maybe if you use new brakes, then uh, you wouldn't be so belligerent because you'd be happy because they come to you and they take care of everything. They come to your house. They'll come to your work. And right now is not the time to be going to a, a shop or a dealer and sitting there for two hours while they while you're waiting for them to get to your brakes. No, go to newbrakes.com and you b r a k e s dot com. Mention ESPN, you can mention Josh, you can mention me, you can mention ESPN. You're going to get 10% off your service. They're going to get right back to you, and they're going to come out, and they're going to fix your brakes with quality parts, certified, experienced brake technicians, 24-month, 24,000-mile warranty, and every blitzer has said the same thing. Man, these guys are great. They took care of everything. Uh, they were fantastic. And, by the way, you save 20 to 50% off of what you're going to pay at a shop and a dealer. Matter of fact, I'm going to, I'm going to have them uh, get booked to come out here very soon. I need some new brakes on the Cadillac. Newbrakes.com. Uh, N-U-B-R-E-K-E-S.com. Mention ESPN, 10% off your service. Great people, and they do a great job. Newbrakes.com. G'day, mate. This is Sam Windsor of the Houston Sabercats. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. Hey, guys. It's AJ Hoffman. It's fall, and we could all use a little awesome. Well, our friends at Bespoke Post has brand-new seasonal Box of Awesome collections for guys guaranteed to upgrade your life. From style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. Bespoke Post only sends guys the best stuff every month. No matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. Who wouldn't want awesome stuff sent to them every month, right? It's like Christmas on your doorstep. Whether it's gear to upgrade your autumn craft beers or cozy threads for when the temperature dips, no matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them to pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel any time. Each box costs only 45 bucks, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code BLITZ at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, promo code BLITZ for 20% off your first box.
You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. And uh, I'm not going to keep going back and forth with you here, buddy, but... Does LOL, are you really comparing 10 to 3? There is a big gap there. 3 is much easier to cover. Jeez, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. You actually kind of need crazy pills because you're not really listening. And I got 3.5 for one thing. But listen, I'm not going to change your mind because you have your mind made up on who's who you think the Chiefs are going to run. That's dude. great. But quit trying to argue with me because... Take your money, bro. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm giving you reasoning. And here's something else. Let's, uh, let's look at the, the last few games. Okay, Chiefs were 10-point favorites against Cleveland, didn't cover, 22-17. Throw out the Chargers game because nobody played. Didn't count. Atlanta, 11-point favorites. What was the score? 17-14. You know how many points that is? Three. Don't you think the Bills are a little better than Atlanta? Uh, By the way... The Chiefs could have easily lost that game to yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, Probably they, should have they should lost have, that but, game to But it Atlanta. was Atlanta who always chokes. New Orleans, three-point favorites. Push. Didn't cover. Miami, seven-point favorites. 33-27. Didn't cover. It's weird. That's Denver. The, that's the Miami team that the Bills just mollywopped yeah. by playing their starters only in the first half. Uh, Denver, minus 13. 122-16. Is that a cover? Uh, no. At Tampa Bay, and this one hurt the worst because I hammered them this week. Minus three and a half versus Tampa Bay. 27-24, didn't cover. So you can give me the all-they-do-is-win thing, but we're talking about the spread, brother. And I'll give you one more. At Las Vegas, the get week before that, minus 7.5, final score, 35-31, not covered. Before that, Carolina, 10-point favorite, 33-31, no yeah, cover. They're not a, they're not, this is what I'm saying. They're yes. not the juggernaut they were. The last time they covered, okay, are we seeing a trend here? Can we call this a trend? Is that fair? Uh, the trend is Kansas City's not a good cover team. Uh, the last time they covered, November 1st against the Jets. And the Jets, were, they were setting the market at unreasonable yeah, 19, numbers. T- 19 and a half was the spread. <laughs> uh, they won 35 to 9. So, you know, look, bet, bet your heart out. Good luck. I hope you win. But... Sorry. Not me. I hope he doesn't. But, that means uh, I'm going to lose. Well, let's revisit next week. There's nothing to revisit. That's another thing. You guys love to do this, some of you. It's like, oh, I was right about this bet. I don't give a rat's ass. Once it's official, it's official. It's a win or a loss. And if I'm wrong about it, I'm wrong about it. But that's the other thing. No one ever revisits it next week. No. If they were right, they revisit it. Yeah. If they were wrong, they shut up and pretend like they never said anything. We've been doing yeah. this radio thing a long time. I know how it works. Yeah. If you're a random person on the internet, you don't have to own it. Oh, I I, I said the radio guys were stupid and the, and they were wrong, and then they were right. Well, they'll they'll never remember my name. But hey, that's I, listen. We've been doing this a long time. I know how it works. And and you know what? Uh, all all I'll say is, if you're right, you're right. Good good luck. But you know, I'm not gonna rub it into your nose if you don't win. Because by the way, we won't hear from you. If the Bills cover. We haven't looked at the other game. I, I feel I like uh, we've been distracted from... I hate the other game. I have no interest in it. Uh, so maybe you can help the people. I think the the easy thing to do is 
bet the Packers first half. The Packers have dominated the first half every game. I know it's a square thing, but they the way they come out, they're prepared. They, they they've whether it's the way they game plan, uh, the, if they're walkthrough plays, the, the you know if they script plays, I don't know. They're always ready in the first half. The Bucks, incredibly slow starting team. They have been all season. Yeah, long. yeah, I, I like that. So if you're looking for value, because now you're seeing a lot more three and a halfs than you are threes on the full game, you can still get first half minus two and a half. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm not saying it's a lock, but that's my favorite play on the game. Here's the other thing that I like. And if you like this, it makes sense. If, if you think the Packers will be up at half, and I do, that means the Bucks will go into pass mode, which makes me think there's an over in play. I don't mind that. I I think if you have to take a side for the game, I think three and a half outside of three, I think you have to take the Bucks. But I could also see a scenario where the Packers just run away and hide here, which is why I'm staying away from it. My numbers say the Packers are the much better team. Uh, I agreed. I just, you know, and, and I just hate that hook. But nah, I, I just, I, I can't pull a trigger on this game. I, I'm sure by Sunday night I will, especially because I'll be drinking all day watching the games and I'll probably come up with something here's another thing to think about going back to the first game on the total if you like the bills it, it, it may you may be thinking more over than under because here's what the bills don't do when they get a lead start running the football that's not what the bills do they don't they're gonna keep passing the entire time and if the chiefs are in catch-up mode they're obviously going to be throwing the ball too you may see a lot more possessions than you would in a normal Chiefs-Bills game because the Bills, when they, when they get a lead, we saw it against the Dolphins. They got a lead, and they just keep, they keep throwing. That's, just, yeah. that's what their offense is. They're, McDermott is one of these guys who analytically is a genius because you start realizing your, your expected, uh, you know, expected success rate in the NFL now is higher when you pass than when you run. So he just said, okay, well, we'll just not run very much. And that will take those plays out. And they only run when they absolutely have to or when they feel like the other team is fully expecting them to pass and then they hit them with a surprise run every now and then. Uh, it's different than it used to be. It, so their offense, they, they don't worry about controlling the clock. They got dominated in time of possession both games of the playoffs. They don't care. They're just going to keep throwing the ball. Keep throwing the ball. And you've got to keep up with them. The Chiefs obviously are a team that can keep up. If they get down, they're a team that I would never count out and say, "Well, they're, if they're down two, if they're down two scores, well, that's two possessions for Patrick Mahomes." So, uh, I, I'm 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 waffling on the under over on that uh, on the the first game, but this Packers game I think is a, a lock. Or well, I shouldn't say a lock. I think it's a clean over game. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. That that'll probably be the one play. But as far as the side, um, as they say, say in uh, Arabia, Les Ladaya Shorojaid. What's that mean? I have no good feeling. Okay. All right. I'm becoming a big fan of Google Translate. All right. I think this is going to be a thing for a while. Sorry. Uh, no Antonio Brown in the uh, in the lineup for the Bucks. Oh, and here's another thing. Remember I was telling you guys, and I already saw the people on Twitch and on Twitter acting crazy when I said that Vegas looks at Packers and Chiefs about equal. You got to look at headline. Uh, here, here's the bet MGM odds to win Super Bowl 55. Who do you think the favorite is? The Green Bay Packers plus yeah. 195. 
Somewhere, Kansas City plus 200. They look at them very, very similarly. Somewhere I have the odds on what the matchups would be. I'll see if I can find them on the break here. Oh, I can tell you. Oh, you got them? Yeah. Um, these are, kind of, yeah, they're the kind of look-ahead lines. Kansas City, if the uh, Green Bay is a three-point favorite against Tampa, uh, if the Packers and Chiefs play, it'd be Kansas City minus two, according to FanDuel. That's what it would open at, but that's because Ooh, they would yeah. be they would be expecting Kansas City money, right? Um, so, I, I and if it were Kansas, if I saw a if I saw a Green Bay plus three, it would be the biggest NFL bet I've made this year against Kansas City. Uh, I think I'd be with you on that. And what would it be if it's uh, Green Bay and uh, Buffalo three and a half? Hmm. That one I don't feel as good about. Nor should you. Yeah, I, I don't know, but I, I listen. I, I, this is why I feel like I'm I'm not out of line here or, or thinking just with my you know with a Bills hat on because I think the Packers are the best team left. I think the Packers are likely to win the Super Bowl, but kind of feel with you. I, I do think the Bills have, are a very very live dog in this game. And uh, PGTL says not good Arabic, Fred. Nobody talks like that. Well, I mean I'm a unique individual. I talk like that. Maybe the bigger concern, if you're a Bills fan, is that the Bills are 23 and two all time against Tom Brady. That that's not good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Quick break. Come back. We'll get AJ to dive into the fights a little bit. Pretty big card. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. SPS 97.5 Still Snoop Dogg and D.I. Guess who's back? This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Head out to 500 Golf in Beaumont for the Craft Beer Fest tomorrow, January 23rd from noon to 5. Join Nick and Aaron for craft beer, live music, and good food. $30 a ticket includes event entry and a punch card with 25 free beer tastings. They'll also be taking COVID precautions on site. Get your tickets at 500golf.com. Okay, um, people didn't like my Arabic, so let's see how you think of my French. I will be watching the fights tomorrow with friends. Oh, good for you. That leads you into telling the people about the fights. Yeah, UFC 257 tomorrow. Uh, I, I want to start out this whole thing by saying de- December, I was ice cold betting MMA. Uh, I, I killed MMA in 2020 up until about December 1, and I don't think I won a dollar like from December 1 until now i didn't even bet any fights last week because i got tired of losing all the i'd built a pretty good uh number in ufc year to date it took a, a healthy hit in the last year mm. of the, of the uh, or last month of the year so take it all with a grain of salt but uh poirier mcgregor the main event obviously going to be in any time mcgregor fights there's going to be a bigger handle than there typically is on the fights and it for ufc uh and and this will be no exception. Most of the money in those fights tends to come in on Conor McGregor. And it's come in rapidly uh, this week, uh, particularly this week. 
the line went from being McGregor minus 240 to now he's minus 290, minus 300 in most places. Uh, come back on Poirier's up around 255, 260 in a lot of places. So to me, you're talking about implied value of like 20% of the time Poirier's going to win. Right. I'll take that. I, I, yeah, I was I was going to ask you. I, I was leaning that direction, but uh, I'm glad you're I'm glad you're breaking it down. And, now. I don't feel so stupid. And for if saying I was going to make that bet, if you're looking to hedge, I, I'll say this: if you if you like Connor's side, I would put Connor inside the distance or uh, or the fight itself under two and a half rounds, uh, because and they'll both probably pay about the same, about minus one eighty, one seventy five, something like that. Because I think if if Poirier loses, Poirier, he he gets hit the hardest. It happened when he fought Dan Hooker. He gets hit the hardest early in fights. He he absorbs too much damage early in fights. And McGregor still has legit power. Uh, I like to think that Poirier learned from the first fight with McGregor. I like to think that he's a better fighter now than he was then. And won't be as willing to stand and trade with Connor as he was. I think the first time people fight Connor, they think, oh yeah, everybody talks about his striking so great. Watch what I can do. And the truth of it is Connor's a better striker than most of these guys. Uh, Poirier's a significantly better grappler, but not a great offensive wrestler. So he's going to have to find ways to get him to the ground. That's what we saw Khabib do. Khabib had no problem getting him to the ground. And then once he was on the ground, it was, you know, it, it was domination. Poirier does not have the wrestling game that Khabib has, but he does have really, really good submissions. It's just a matter of getting it into that spot. Uh, I, I don't know if he'll be able to do it, but at plus 260, I'll, I'll take my chances that he can, he can grind it out or, or get a submission. Uh, the Dan Hooker-Michael Chandler fight's really interesting. That's a co-main event. Hooker's at about minus 140, comebacks plus 130 on Chandler. Chandler's UFC debut uh, but he was great in Bellator for years and years, former Bellator champion. But Dan Hooker has a crazy chin. It, it, I think he's impossible to knock out, and Michael Chandler's a headhunter, and eventually Michael Chandler's going to gas. There's a lot of pressure on Michael Chandler, in my opinion, right now. His first fight in the UFC, he's always been told, oh, you're the best outside the UFC. Now he's got a chance to prove himself. Uh, so I, I like Hooker in that fight, though. I, I think that, that Chandler gasses out down the stretch. There's a couple fights on the undercard. Uh, Antonio Carlos Jr. is an underdog uh, against Brad Tavares. I think that he's a, a very live underdog there. Um, and for the most part, it's, it, it looks like quite a bit of chalk to me. So um, it, it, it's going to be fun fun fights. Uh, I, I, Joanne Calderwood is also on the main card. I think she's like, it's like a minus one ten, minus one twelve type situation, but I, I think she's she should be favored against Jessica. I I like her in that fight. Thank you. That was a great breakdown of the fights. I knew that's what you were saying. <laughs> oh, I, I'm, I'm I don't know what I, I, I French may be my language. I'm just gonna might keep be. Trying. I'm gonna just keep trying that. Setoi uh, sounds really cool. Uh, let's grab a call, Jason. Go. Hey, guys. Uh, appreciate it. I know you don't take a lot of calls, uh, but uh, sports to you both. Sports to you, man. Um, I, uh, just longtime fan. I'm driving. I know as the former program director and the current program director, you guys get a lot of grief about your signal. I'm on 71 just past LaGrange, and I can hear you loud and clear. All right. uh, I appreciate your breakdown of the AFC and NFC uh, games these guys just gave. 
and uh, love your breakdown of the fight, AJ. Just wanted you to know, as you guys have put up with a bunch of BS about your signal, it's working tonight, brother. All right, man. I appreciate you, bro. Thanks, man. And and just a reminder, if you're out west, 92.5 is awesome. I mean, Sugarland, Katie, and that's always been a weak spot for us. But now that we have 92.5, if you're on that side of town and maybe you work downtown and you're driving home. Um, also, if you're downtown, 92.5 better than 97.5. At least depends on what part of downtown. Like where I am, uh, 92.5 comes in very well. Now, once I get... Like, if I go down Harrisburg and get a little bit south of, say, Telephone Road, it disappears. So, but to the west, it's, um, and with the two signals now, we have better coverage than anybody. And I would just say, if you get a chance, if if you're on the west side and you haven't been able to listen or tell your friends who haven't been able to listen, please tr- give 92.5 a, a shot. I listened to us all the way to Livingston last week when I was driving out for camping got to Livingston and then I kind of lost it somewhere between Livingston and Woodville, but that's, that's still a haul. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. What do we got? Uh, IOT says Dana White's a stinking genius. He doesn't get enough props. I'm, I have always admired the hell out of Dana White and what he's accomplished there. I mean, I know that well, he kicked the guy that was going to be on the main card, kicked him out of the UFC this week for trying to sneak people into, a into the fighters hotel basically gave his, his and this is like one of the top prospects in the world 13 and 0 really exciting kickboxer kicked him out of the ufc he was mm-hmm. supposed to fight on saturday so i i and not wise this is guys. dana who's like dana's an anti-masker he's like a uh you know he dana's a he's a very politically conservative guy yeah uh but even he realizes that guys trying to like they built they built this bubble it cost him a lot of money to build yeah and guys trying to break the rules on that, he's got no tolerance for it. Yeah, I don't blame him. I, I don't either. It's a bold move to get rid of a guy like that, but I wasn't mad about it. All right, well, you've uh, got to tell people about hoops, and you've got to get out of here. Yeah, hoop it up, baby. Uh, you're looking for the best goal on the market. Pro Dunk Hoops has just that, the thickest steel of any goal on the market. Uh, a tempered glass backboard, so strong if it cracks or breaks for any reason, they're going to replace it for absolutely free. Uh, they treat you right, man. They're, it's the kind of company you want to work with. They came out and put it out, uh, put it up in my driveway, and my kids are out there nonstop hooping it up, having fun, shooting it, uh, making baskets because they can adjust it from five feet to ten feet. We got it when my son was, I think, seven. He couldn't make baskets on a ten-foot goal, so what do we do? Cranked it down, baby. Now he's making baskets, having fun. That's what it's about. Because kids don't, I mean, they don't want to play if they can't make any baskets. Uh, and they've got something to fit your home, your driveway, your backyard. They've got a fully portable version. Whatever you need, they've got you covered at Pro Dunk Hoops. Check them out, man. ProDunkHoops.com. You're going to see what separates them from the other guys. It really is a, a fantastic product. 281-351-9822 for Pro Dunk Hoops. That's ProDunkHoops.com. Here we go. The Blitz, the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And-
and on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Last segment, and, uh, man, crank that. This is how you finish a show, man. Little anthrax. This is one of my favorite workout songs here. Back when my fat ass was still working out. This is my preferred lineup for anthrax, too. Yeah? This album, this album first came out, signed to White Noise. This thing freaking rocked at a whole new level. If they had any kind of a label that promoted them whatsoever, yeah. if their video didn't come out a year and a half after the song, this album would have exploded the way the Black Album did. Yeah. A little, little more crank. Little, just a little more. Just, yeah. Okay. He knows to talking to the microphone. He's Patrick freaking Creighton. I'm... I'm- how closer do you want me to be? Do you want me to, like, give it head? Like, how close do you want me to be? Oh, I don't think you can say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can say that, Pat. <laughs> oh, I just I just want to hear the chorus here. I love this song. All right, Patrick Creighton in the house. AJ had to leave a little early. Uh, we used to have this song and Room for One More mm. in heavy rotation. Damn. You, I, you know what? I, Patrick and I are working on some business deals together, which I'm very excited about. We'll be telling the people about soon. I've learned so much about Patrick over the last three weeks or so. You're a lot more fascinating dude than I think the public <laughs> knows, just from your history and the stuff you've done in music and before that. And um, you're a pretty damn good businessman. So... Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been kind of fun the last few weeks because, uh, I, I mean, I knew about your music background and everything, but, uh, didn't know about some of your other business background and it's like, damn, this guy's done some things and quote things to do in Denver when you're dead. We did the things. So we've done a few things, done a few things. Uh, a lot of things that were a lot of fun. Some things that, um, maybe were borderline quasi legal. <laughs> But, uh, you know, life was good for a very long time, uh, and then Lehman Brothers ran out of money, and mm. then life sucked for a really long time. Well, things, uh, things are about to not suck again. So I uh, wanted to ask you, if uh, what do you think about this Josh McCown thing with the Texans? Uh, and, uh, by the way, you can hear Patrick at 7 o'clock as soon as, uh, well, in 12 minutes he'll be doing the show, and I'm sure he'll address that then, but while you're here, I just wanted to ask. Just when we were trying to give the Texans some credit, right? With, Well, you know what? Maybe the reason that they haven't announced their head coach being the last team is that the guy they're going to hire, he's still coaching. That would be the only reason that you have not yet announced is that that guy is still coaching. And that would be Eric Bieniemy, yay, mm-hmm. Leslie Frazier, mm-hmm. eh. But those would be the, the two guys that were right. linked to them. So it's like, okay, you know what? Maybe it's going to be the enemy, and maybe they just can't announce it until he and until Kansas City's out of the playoffs, so they win the Super Bowl. Then today they go and, and interview Jim Caldwell, eh, and Josh McGown, WTF. <laughs> I always interview my third string quarterback to be not the quarterback coach, not the offensive coordinator, but the head coach because. You know, the whole idea of, of, you know, learning coaching and paying your dues and coming up the ranks, that's all overrated. Nobody really cares about that. Just throw anybody in there and, you know, tell them to do the same thing that they've always done. First down, 22. 
Yeah, my my hope, and again, it's just a hope because uh, when you hear that, you think, oh, there's no way they're doing that. There's got to be another reason. But it is the Texans, and everything we've seen indicates that that might be the case. But my hope is that they've already got their coach. It's somebody who's playing this weekend, and like I said, I hope it's Eric Bieniemy, and that in their conversations, he said something to the effect of, well, if I'm going to hire assistant coaches, I'd like to have Jim Caldwell on my offensive staff. I'd like to I'd like to look at Josh McCown for my offensive staff. So you bring those guys in ostensibly to interview for head coach, but you're really talking to them about OC and quarterback coach. You That's would, my hope. You would think that, but then again, why is Tim Kelly still not allowed to interview with anybody else? So he can be your wide receiver coach. Why would you want to go from OC to wide receiver coach? Mm-hmm. I think I'd rather get fired. Yeah, I well, I my thought on him is, well, I don't really know. I don't know why they're not letting him interview. I'm not so sure anybody really wants to interview him other than to just tell Deshaun, well, we're keeping him around just in case, but once we get Eric B enemy, he's going to want rid of him. Hey, we've got a job. Yeah. We've we's back with the Ravens. Yeah. There you go. And actually at a position that he's very good at. Uh and I kind of wish if 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 you'd kept him around, you put him back on defensive line. I know it's hard for a guy at the same place. But that's what he was good at, and good for him, and it's a shrewd hire for the Ravens. He was a good defensive line coach, you know, we always, just not a good D.C. We always take the idea of, come on, the Texans aren't going to do whatever. That would be idiotic. They're not really going to do it. But then they show us how foolish we are for giving them credit. Uh, in, in a situation where they are desperate to mend their relationship with their quarterback, uh, and the quarterback is already – you know, obviously made his case for Eric Bieniemy. Patrick Mahomes' endorsement of Bieniemy weighs heavily with Deshaun. Is it possible that the Texans could, after all this time, after they've already ticked Deshaun off once with the way they went about the GM stuff and told them they were going to include him and then didn't, uh, and then you know do the do the courtesy interview for Eric Bieniemy? Is it possible they could be dumb enough to then not hire that guy and hire someone else as if to just give Deshaun the double rods again? I, I'm going to give them, well, I don't know if I'm going to give them credit and say that maybe Nick Casario's the adult in the room that realizes this is how he fixed this. But as long as Jesus Easterby's over there, it wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't shock me if they just said, yeah, just piss him off. Let's get him out of here and get a ton of draft picks and start from scratch. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't. Hey, uh, we got stupid stuff, right? Yeah, let's drop some stupid stuff on the people. Yeah. Stupid stuff we've said this week. I spent the weekend camping and not really roughing it. Because yeah, let's stop calling that camping, please. <laughs> it really isn't. Sweet Jesus. I mean, you, you had a TV. I mean, that's not camping. <laughs> Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. 713-780-3776. How do you choose what to emphasize when we come back? What do you mean? Sometimes we are back on The Blitz. Or sometimes it's we are back on The Blitz. Or we are back on The Blitz. Like, it's always a little bit different. How do you decide? Um, you know, I just, I just kind of rotate. You spice it up. Yeah, Better than anybody in the business, I would trying say. To be, trying to be different, you know? A so, lot of guys go for, like, a full-time catchphrase. Like, what up, H-Town? You, hello, how you doing? Whatever it is. <laughs> I mean, you do, a, uh, you do a good job of keeping it uh, fresh. 
Yeah, it's funnier. So there. Does that one count or no? It's 553 if so. We don't need to count. That's the first one on record of 2021 if it does count. Mm. I had plenty at home, but I just... uh, You have your microphone muted. I pulled my microphone away from my face. What am I going to do? Reach over here and hit a button? It's a lot of work. (sighs) Yes, things are back to... Back to normal. Yep. I just want them to win because I, I like to see that franchise win a championship. Just like I wanted to see the Chiefs get a championship last year. The Bills are due. Oh, no. 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 Oh, you just used one of the biggest headline cliches ever. <laughs> I, I got to kill myself now. I was, I, was, I was so happy. I was doing so well. Well, listen, when they lose to the Chiefs, I'll write one. Buffalo, we have a problem. <laughs> you know what? Can I just say one nice thing about Jack Easterby? He didn't text a bunch of his penis pictures to a reporter. Allegedly. Yeah. Well, I don't even know if it's alleged. I think it's uh, the Mets GM. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, he might have. That would be a guy to, way to get rid of him. Ladies, if you've got pictures of Jack Easterby's penis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to see him. All right. I want to know what power he's got over Cal. And that's my guess of where it would begin. Let's try uh, Paul. What's up, Paul? Paul, you're on. Go. Paul, you're on. Go. Oh. Oh. Sports. Sports. That means go. Oh. Meyer. How many guys named Meyer? Oscar. Huh? Okay. Uh, Charles Pond. Wait, is that joke not kosher? Uh, apparently not. <laughs> oh, God. Oy vey. <laughs> so is that is that her? Your girl, or is that somebody different? The one you were talking about That's earlier. That's Rachel Nichols. Rachel Nichols. What, what's, she, what's she doing with red hair? She's she always has red, red hair. hair no, she had dark hair. She didn't no. Look. No, she's always had red hair. <laughs> I mean, he, he's got upside Shinsu Chu. Bless you. Chu? Yeah. <laughs> Plus, just if somebody breaks into my house, I just want to—I just want to click that thing. That, that'll be enough. That's right? enough to make anybody run. Yeah, yeah. That and you know the maniacal laughter and here, kitty, kitty, <laughs> gonna blow you away, fella. You got a pretty little mouth. <laughs> Let's play the Twitter game. Oh yeah, he's got me smoked. Okay, Nick does. Oh yeah. What's Nick packing? Thirty-eight oh seven. What are you at? As of yesterday, I was at nine thirty-nine. You're not even a thousand Twitter you, followers. Okay, okay, guys, we got to get his Twitter followers up. That's humiliating. Come on, Bletchers. Nine thirty-eight. Somebody fell off. That's pathetic. Yeah, that's like we're gonna have you producing middays. <laughs> that's like somebody sticking a pinky up your butt. You're never gonna feel it. Come on, man. You at least got to get to be. An you in- might not feel it. You got to be an index finger. Yeah. Stupid stuff. What's it this week? Oh, fun week. All right, that is going to wrap it up. Great job today by AJ. Uh, great job by Hoffman, although you know he left after eight and a third innings. Uh, couldn't finish it. Had to bring in Creighton to get the save. Uh, great job by the uh, Twitchers today. Pretty good job by the Texters. We had a few late failures. Uh, Twitter was good. I might have hit a batter on the way in. <laughs> Ah, well, he probably deserved it. We need to, we need to put one right between his eyes. All right. Uh, late hits with Patrick Creighton coming up next in all of three minutes. Uh, thanks for jumping in, Pat, and have a great show. I'll be listening on the way home. I uh, hope everybody has an awesome weekend. Till Monday. Stay sportsy, bitches. ESPN 97. Five.